1: This is a New World Order, and I am Chancellor Zayn C. Webber of the Nation, Zayn Australia, sitting at the table with two honoured
0: members of the Council of the New World Order. Our Supreme Leader Sebastian of the United States of Sub-America.
2: And I am El Presidente, Jefe Grande Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia.
0: Except Again, Mar- with lots of
1: adjectives.
2: I've had the same adjective every <laughs> single time. I've noticed that you started to call Zane Australia proud.
1: I did last time. I didn't this time. I also. Less picked proud up on that. this time after <laughs> you
0: made a terrible bunch of choices or.
1: <laughs> I'm really good.
0: Did you? I,
1: yeah. My, uh, my retail sector went up 10,000%.
0: We remember history a little bit differently here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so if you're joining us for the first time, we sit around a table, yell at each other about politics in order to solve all the world's problems.
2: Simple enough. The way nature intended. Yeah.
1: We do it by each hosting a nation on nationstates.net, which you can go and check. All the links will be in our episode notes on our website, That's
0: that'snotcounterproductions.com.
1: So, should we get into it, gentlemen?
0: I think so. I have a fun one. Do I start off light? Let's do it. Let's do it. Nothing's lighter than a religious <laughs> issue. <This> is- <laughs> oh, no. Mine is called... It kind of gives away... Um, one wife is never enough, say polygamists. I wonder what this issue is going to be about. Am I right? Uh, the issue: a small religious group is lobbying to the government to allow them to take multiple wives. Uh, argument number one: it's about time we had our religious rights recognised. Says, "Oh God, why does this happen to me all the time? <laughs> Help me out, guys." W O J C I E C H Wojek. Wojak? cool. Rojek Kringle. Oh, those names do not mix up. Like, why is Kringle so easy to say? A devout devout member of a faith that is never made quite clear. Who is the government to tell me who I can't tell me I can't love more than one woman? The government doesn't know how much of me there is to go around. (laughs) Well, it's true. We don't know how much of him there is to go around. I guess
1: is is, is that like a penis joke?
0: I I mean. Because
1: we could know, yes, just mandatory mandatory statisticians. Like, just like you get one wife per penis. Um,
0: there is nothing more than sexual deviance using religion as a pretext for perversion, says Reverend Castiel Roosevelt. That's such a strong name. <laughs> Marriage is one man and one woman and death do we part. What's so hard to get? Anything else is perversion and must be banned.
1: Strong name weak <laughs> argument we, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Multiple wives, excellences <laughs> Passerby Idea vitamins. Vitamins? Oh, sure. 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 <laughs> Presumably we will allow multiple husbands as well. And gay marriage, of course. In fact, now's probably the time to let the government get on the <laughs> to get the butt out of marriage altogether. Who <laughs> will marry their cats if they want. Okay. Hear me out here. <laughs> she just went right down that slippery <laughs> slope, didn't she? This is an issue in Australia we're dealing with right now because mm. we have a stupid a vote for Clever a vote sight. coming up that will we we voice our opinions on whether we all would like gay marriage to go f- well to be considered or not.
1: Honestly, it's it's turning into whether gay people are real people or not. Yeah, yeah, and
2: <laughs> which has been an argument in Australia for a, a lot longer than um, than it should have been. Well,
1: forever. Yeah. It's always always been an issue,
0: and one of the the key, not the only, but one of the no say no to gay marriage issues is marriage between a man and a woman. What's next? Like it's this horrible point of escalation that if like if we allow it, it's anarchy. What if people want to marry their dogs? To which Australia says, well, Australia, sorry, South America <laughs> says, oh, I fucking care. Oh. I don't want you to fuck your dog, but I don't also I don't I don't I'm not going to do it. I don't. I don't care, I guess. I do, do you care. Do not care? I do care. Do you not care?
1: Are you, a, are you saying that dogs can give consent?
0: No, I'm not. But I don't think this is a point of escalation, but I also, the options I've been given, I'm going to say, yeah, marriages are free for all, whoever you want. But like, I but, the assumption is you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to marry Andy because I said that it happened. So he still the has to consent. Options? That's it.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, people, crazy people have been marrying things that they can't legally marry for a long time. Mm. Someone married the Eiffel Tower. Someone married the uh, London Bridge. Like, it's not... I don't know how they would go about consummating it and, frankly, I don't want to think about it too much. (laughs) But, like, maybe you want to marry your cat. That doesn't mean you're going to consummate the marriage with said cat.
2: When it comes to polygamy, what's the actual legal issue? Like, I know. I know that most Western societies have come out of a tradition of um, only only a couple uh, being able to marry. But what is the actual issue
0: legally? I don't is think it, it's so much. Is it a...
2: about the number of dependents that you that you then claim on your on your? But then you
0: just have kids, right? Don't, well, kids not count as they count as well, dependents, right? It, it Same it is with the tax. Also,
1: that so um, it is legally the the problem is. Dependence, but also uh, like custody issues get a lot more, lot grayer when you've got maybe like if you've got one man with four wives. Technically, they all raise this toddler. But if the man dies, does do Uh. they all? Are they all married to all everyone, or are they all just married to that one man?
2: Well, the 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 child can only have one mother. That's so. Surely, custody would go to whoever is the genetic Mm. relative.
1: What if that person's insane?
2: Well, then it would, then it would fall to, um, uh, to any other custody um, issue to, to, and then custody would go to an aunt or, or, or a close yeah. friend and or whoever I mean, like
1: it tech, like It could feasibly work. It's just a matter of putting laws down to say if this is the situation, then this one is what happens. Well, it,
2: seemed, it seems like you could fix the whole issue just by saying, well, you get to claim one stream... For a for a family yeah. dependence, have as many wives as you like. It's like having more than one job.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. E- exactly right. Which is that point as well, like in a in a three person marriage structure, in theory, you've got one person looking after the children, and then two separate income sources. Like for for a household sustainability, like just financially speaking, it's not a bad deal. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I, I can I can see positives for it just from a pure. Like financial standpoint, like I'm sure love and whatever too, but like, there's, well, there's, it's
1: just kind of civil liberties, really. Yeah. Like, if people want to do this, like, there's nothing stopping two people, a man and a woman, from getting married yeah. and then having as many other wives or as uh, husbands living in the house in a marriage situation. It's just not legally binding. Yeah. Um. And I guess that the the difference between gay marriage and straight marriage is that there <laughs> is some sort of legal distinction. Like, when it comes to, like, there are a lot of straight marriages that don't have children and will never bear children.
2: It's such a ridiculous issue.
1: and, like, what about these 70-year-old couples that are are both widows and widowers? They get married. There's no hope of children there. No. It's just, like, it's it's doing away with kind of irrelevant distinctions.
0: So I've said yes to the third option of everyone can marry whatever, like... Whatever.
1: I think Australia would also go that option. I don't think either of the others were particularly um, appealing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The talking point, there have been reports of people marrying house pets. Well, shit. Um, Reclassification. So, I've actually seen my civil rights rose from very good to excellent. Mm. So, that's exciting. Uh, Polygamy legalised. Same-sex marriage legalised. Government initiative unusual but good, experts say. (laughs) Passerby saves child from mugger. So good. Is it, well, is it bad that
1: you have a mugger <laughs> that is mugging a child?
0: A on the rise. Well-written study says. Ooh, that's always good. And women dies in elevator shaft mishap. I don't. Oh, no. I don't know what two of these have to do with anything, but good. Oh, I got. I got a lot of new banners. That's exciting. Uh, secularism uh, was my highest rise, but only sixteen percent. Oh, okay. Um, inclusiveness was I like imagine almost it was pretty high to begin with. It should it's have America. been. Yeah. Inclusiveness was up almost 10. Apart from that, like, nothing worth bragging about. Uh, my authoritarianism went that down. That is what
1: we're here for, bragging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> authoritarianism <laughs> went down 50%, which is nice after last week. And social conservatism went down 12.5. And religiousness went down almost 9. Well. We also, we also did lose almost 5% in our averageness scale. Oh, so, No. But all in all, I'm pretty happy with how that went.
1: Oh, you didn't have any big drawbacks? In areas that you, that South America particularly cares about. Um, yeah. The big, um, the big fall was...
0: Tourism went down a little bit. It of pacifism, and, which is weird, I guess. But it
2: was an, an insane boost for your civil liberties. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is you know, the, the, well, great, the correct response.
0: Average income went up, which is a thing I sp- yeah. touched on. I guess well, average household income anyway. And uh, like for everyone as well, like for the rich and the poor and the middle class, all separately. So
1: well, it's it's actually proven that marriage yeah. stimulates economy. Like there is a very big uh, wedding economy.
0: I'm reminded of
2: that episode of Boston Legal where um, there's a, there's a polygamy issue before the court, and in it, the the participants lay out exactly they, they make excellent points about mm. why it shouldn't be. Um, the the government shouldn 't be stepping in at all because yeah. they 've got this they 've got this, um, this small society that they they 've created in their in their home the um, the genetic um, parent uh, um, doesn 't necessarily have to look after their children all the time because they 've got all all, the, yeah. all these other family yeah. members looking after them it's it sort of harken back to our tribal roots in a sense yeah where you wouldn 't have uh, two parents at the head of a household it would be a collection of, of adults that, yeah, that it would led be a
1: village that raised the children. Yeah, exactly yeah. right.
2: And I think there's a lot of merit to that to that argument. They they certainly made some great great points in the episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Pro like, polygamy. There, yeah. uh, there isn't there aren't there aren't many logical arguments against <laughs> polygamy um, apart from tradition and we just don't want to change anything. Uh That's the spirit. Same against, same against same-sex marriage. Like, like, there's no, there's no real reason not to do it except conservatism. Yeah. So, you know, Australia, just get it together. (laughs) We've, we have so many case studies of other countries who have, have legalised same-sex marriage and nothing bad has happened. Of course Yet. Not. That's yes. what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> They're just waiting for
0: this final piece of the puzzle to fall into place.
1: Australia's not the last one. Like, I, think, I think there are a lot of Middle Eastern countries that have a lot further to go than Australia. At this rate, I think North Korea might pass it before we do. We'll see what happens, though. There's, there's no predicting what North Korea will do. Um, well, I actually also have a uh, ecclesiastical one. So a church one. Sacramental tax time. Secularists have been urging the government to impose an income tax on religious organisations in Australia for some time now, and the issue has finally made its way to the upper levels of government. So I have three options. Self-appointed civil rights spokesperson Kayla (laughs) Sestanino declares... Churches are the business organisations with a large income. It's unfair that they do not have to pay the same taxes as everyone else. If they really do spend any money on charity, let them write it off as a deduction, just like corporations do. There's no reason that so-called clergy should be chauffeured around in limos (laughs) tax-free when we desperately need funds for public works. Fairly straightforward.
2: Um, Yep. What's the, what's the reasoning behind um, religious institutions not being taxed?
1: Is it... It's. I think it's so that they can support... They, they can do what the government doesn't have to do welfare-wise, so that they, they can be like a buffer for the, the lower echelons of society who simply can't fend for themselves. Okay. They always have someone to call on. You can always go to a church.
2: And... Do they actually have a good track record of... I think, fulfilling that I uh, think
1: in the distant past they have okay. I don't know how many how many homeless shelters and food services are actually sponsored by um, churches these days at least in Australia okay um, but a I, lot of them
2: are also conditional on either becoming members of the church yes, or taking yeah. part in some sermon or yeah. something
1: Um I know, I know the Salvation Army can be very picky uh, <laughs> with who they help and what they ask for in return. But, again, I don't know enough about it, but I think that, that she makes a compelling argument. Okay. Number two. Freedom of conscience is foremost among liberties, says Reverend Pablo Hume. Churches have been exempted from taxation because it is wrong for the government to infringe on the right of people to worship as they please, and that includes charging them for the right to worship. Besides, churches are non-profit organizations that put all their funds back into the community. Now... I'm not sure that that's 100% <laughs> true, Reverend Bob Hume. Um, non-profit, sure, but certainly they keep a number of people quite well. Uh, quite well. Well, you can point to the megachurch. What was the name of the, of the megachurch?
0: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft.
1: The the Texas floods wouldn't open or didn't open until... I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah, like, okay, like, sure, that's what churches technically might wish to be. I don't know if they practically are. Uh, The Honourable Vera Plantagenet, or Plantagenet,
0: Minister of... Plantagenet?
1: Plantagenet, yeah, perhaps. Uh, Minister of Minding Other People's Business has an idea. I like her. (laughs) This religion thing is such a great racket. Why don't we make it a government monopoly? We will ban all religions except for the Church of Zen Australia and make attendance and donations compulsory. I'll start writing up the Holy Scriptures right away.
2: (laughs) She's very plucky.
0: (laughs) Oh. All right, um... Let's consider her for a second. Okay. Okay, I can't do it. There's <laughs> nothing good there.
1: I mean, it's precedent has been set with like the Church of England and Anglicanism yes.
0: compulsory attendance and forced donations.
1: Uh, this, yeah, they, they beat beat Catholics into converting. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it used to. You used, to yeah. uh, well, when it, when it yeah. first happened. Yeah. Um,
0: well, they were sentencing Catholics to death.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's uh, it's not...
0: And the Romans burnt the Christians, but, like...
1: I, well, that, that's that's true. Like, this, <laughs> this day and age, like, religion... I think religion should not play a part of politics.
0: I was really on board because at first I thought she was going to say, just ban religion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't think St. Australia would go for banning religion either. Um, I think some, warriors. some people...
0: You ban religion and you're that much closer to having mechs.
1: I had an option that I could... I know, and you did. This is your swing around for it. warriors are not my priority. (laughs) I don't
0: understand.
1: Um, I think think you can set up... If you have secular charities, there's no reason why you can't have... uh, Church charities that are treated in exactly the same way. Yes, of Um,
2: course.
1: So... If they are non-profit organisations, they can be treated just like all other non-profit organisations. Uh, I don't,
2: but non-profits, um, where is their accountability? Yeah, yeah. Um, when when a non-profit spends, um, you know, has a, has a, a, an accounting entry for a travel by private plane or by or by chauffeur or something, how how is that? Um, first of all, how do you how do you justify it, and 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 also how do you then? Um Go and uh, scrutinize yes. um, whether whether it was legitimate um, uh, spending or not
1: well again, you, you really can 't unless it comes down to tax
2: um, and, and and so yeah. you, you, you should just tax all these organizations yeah, absolutely and let them let them sort themselves um, out
1: so i I, I think because option number two is really just like churches have always been exempted from tax because we're good people. Uh, so can you just trust us to continue being good people and no. the end? And I'm no, like, you can. Well, I don't. There's no reason to make and make uh make an exclusion to the tax <laughs> uh, to the nation's tax for for churches. So no. I think I'm just. I think I can only go with really number one. Yeah, um, and that
2: makes sense. That that puts 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 the same rules across across everybody. Yeah. There's now no special. Um, type of organisation that is exempt for, for one reason or another. Everybody's treated the same.
1: Right, well, let's see what happens when I click accept. Religious organisations are being forced to leave the country or pay income taxes like everyone <laughs> else. OK. <laughs> Our fewer lazy bums than ever before, Bosses note. Our new edition, less politics, more pictures. Yay! Cheese-based computing, it might be just around the corner... <laughs> Latest economic data shows surge in manufacturing. Awesome. Uh, so I've got a new banner. Develop a strong economy in a scientifically advanced nation with Ooh. a good environment. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so political apathy went up 9%. Secularism up 8 Social conservative. This isn't conservatism. Scientific advancement. Uh, employment, tourism sector and manufacturing and agriculture all went up between 1% and 3%. Biggest fall is religiousness at 49 Ideologically, Ideological radicality, civil rights, charmlessness, intelligence and crime all down by around 1%. So not, not huge changes like we weren't a particularly religious nation to begin with, uh, but yeah, I'm happy with that.
2: And our pastors are fleeing the country because they... (laughs) Oh, oh no, we have to pay tax. Uh,
1: Yeah, so I think that's...
2: Very good. Well, on taxation, I've got a property rights issue before me. Little Pizza History. Oh, no. Is the title.
1: Puns.
2: Prominent restaurant chain Pop's Eatery recently announced plans to tear down the historic cash mansion in Andropolia City and replace it with a fast food restaurant. Disgusted by the impending destruction of a national landmark, two dozen history students have surrounded the site. A real horde. Two dozen? <laughs> two whole dozen. Delaying the building's demolition and causing just enough ruckus to get your attention. Oh, kill of, of course. We cannot accept this blatant destruction <laughs> of our culture, cries a surprisingly agile social studies teacher, leaping into your office window through the <laughs> after scaling the side of the Capitol building. It's common knowledge that Douglas Cash was the leader of the revolutionaries that founded this country. Or was he the inventor of that spinning doohickey? Either way, the Cash residence is a priceless piece of our national history. The government should protect the site as a national landmark and put more funding towards historical education while you're at it. I think it's obvious that uh, he (laughs) does not have my vote at all. yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, for one, he's, he's he's trying to extract money out of the government to to, to <laughs> yep to, to, <laughs> to do nothing with the land to run, yeah. to run to run to run programs, yeah, and to preserve yeah. history. Now, preservation of, of of history can be a very important um, legacy to have, but it should be done through the free market. It should be done because somebody sees value in preserving the history. Somebody buys the building, they turn it into a museum. They don't. Develop it any other way, mm-hmm. um, because they see the value in it, yeah. and that's that's of course how it how it should be done. Otherwise, you're just picking favourites, yep. essentially.
1: Well, what I, what else is our supreme leaders meant to do? <laughs> <laughs> Apart We'd... from pick favourites? <laughs>
0: everyone's my favorite <laughs> some people oh, are more my favorites oh, no, than others no. <laughs> out with the old and in with the new opines
2: sarah Shongwei, owner of pop's eatery while handing out free samples to everyone in sight these fried salt balls were invented right here in andropolia by one of my top chefs and at least in my opinion that's some andropolean culture worth celebrating if you assign a few more cops to keep away the over-educated hooligans from my stores, then I could have a free hand to open popsy on every corner of Andropolia.
1: I mean that can't have your support either.
2: And yet it kind of does. Is that the last option? Or no, there is is there there is one more. Why not have your cake and eat it too? asks your overachieving <laughs> cultural minister Angela Belcher while tucking into a tray of volivants <laughs> taken from a recent gallery opening. By which I mean have food and culture at the same time. We should preserve these historical sites and allow, no, actually make that require that all the restaurants, all of them have restaurants built within them. Imagine it a roast on the spit in an old castle, tea and scones in noble palaces, all you can eat buffets in museums commemorating the great Andropolian famine. Now that's what I call culture. Mm. No. That one also... Well, again,
1: that's, very, that's state business. That, yes, that's yeah. exactly
2: right. It's, it's um, putting restrictions on how people can run their own property, yeah. which is yeah. um, disgusting, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: I think Zane Australia would have to go with you then. I, I, think, I think so. Even though... I think number three is a close second for Zane Australia, just because we do value knowledge and dissemination of knowledge. Yes, yes. Um, but also we don't want to deny the, economic opportunity yeah, yeah
2: and the owner has a point that um, it was created the 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 dish, yep. the dish the salt balls were they the fried salt balls were created there and that's and that's a and that's a new little piece of piece what of history what
1: was the enforcement
2: Little tag on the end. There. He
0: wanted the police to keep everyone away so he could do this thing.
2: If you assign a few more cops to keep away the overeducated hooligans from my stores, then I could have a free hand to open pop eateries on every corner of Andropolia. Right. Now, actually, this has my support for a lot of different reasons. The, she has bought this property. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It was. Uh, up For sale and anybody else I imagine anybody else could have could have bid on it, but she had the highest mm-hmm. bid or the only bid whatever whatever the case was, and these people are actively stopping her from um, from developing her own property so that that first of all is a reason to to call in the cops but of course, as we all know in andropolic, crime is a problem yeah so i 'm hoping that additional <laughs> police will also <laughs> help. Help solve solve that problem,
1: or you could be taking taking police away from actual criminals and putting them on
2: these Uni students to help to help yeah. businesses. That's the risk yeah. I'm taking, unfortunately.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that is also government picking favorites within the. Uh,
2: That's exactly right. Yeah. This this I'm 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 worried that this will have a corporatist um, yeah. response. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah, a, yeah
1: there, there's no clear good option there. Not really, uh, but I, I think I think option two is Australia would support. Support. I
0: think yeah. I go the same way as well. Just because she owns the land, so it's that's, exactly that's it. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. If it was still government-owned land, then it'd be a bit of a dicey issue. Like, they're approaching to buy it and they're wanting to counter it, saying, True. don't sell it, keep it. Like, I'd be more influenced to another way, but because she already owns it, like, fuck off, it's hers. Yeah, exactly
2: yeah. right. Yeah, and If she wants to tear it down, she tears it yeah. down. Yeah, so what happens? The nation is known abroad for fast food. And nothing
0: else. <laughs> well, that's good because you're not known for famine or, or uh, what was the bad thing you had before? Uh, yes, uh, lawlessness. Uh, 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 <laughs> salt balls everywhere. Everywhere, nothing but salt balls.
2: Andropolians soak up summer sun. Aristocrats welcome rising income inequality. Hey. hey. <laughs>
1: Chamber of Commerce applauds
2: government initiative. Uh, Uh, Yeah, there you go. It is is a corporatist thing. Um, Modern music, just noise, citizens say. "Well, I know. And they are right. Um, A great boon for pizza delivery.
0: I would imagine That industry
2: is up 53%. Oh,
0: good lord. It's because you now have the pizza stores of Starbucks going everywhere.
2: (laughs) Quite true. Law enforcement up 11%. With um, Orwell orderliness as the uh, as the measuring index, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, wealth gaps up two point eight percent, not really that much, um, and political apathy up two no, percent.
1: I'm surprised that uh, income equality didn't go up a little bit more than that.
2: No, exactly yeah. right. It's only it's only a, yeah. a, a small small number. Of I mean, percent. You, you have a pretty,
1: pretty, pretty high income equality already.
2: It's three point eight or something. I'll, oh, okay. I'll just no, check it's that. Not, not too too bad. Um, income inequality actually went down. Um, in- income equality, sorry, yep. uh, yeah, went went down um, by two and a half percent. And authoritarianism went down oh. by twelve and a half percent. I was expecting that to go up,
1: especially because you're, yeah, that's
2: exactly right. So hopefully, police crime is down by one percent. Um, so hopefully that has a knock on effect. Um, Moving forward, yeah, that's um, yeah, pizza delivery and uh, wealth caps and law enforcement, the, the big winners there. Cool,
1: mm, yeah, I think that's uh, that's an overall win,
2: overall win, exactly yeah. right. Um, my oh, four times, four times, um, difference between the the the, the wealthy and the poor. Oh, yeah, as far and, as and
1: what is America's uh, gap, wealth gap? Ooh, let me find it. <laughs>
2: It should be on your main page. Well, mm-hmm.
1: Zane Australia's average income $62,600 frugal, frugals <laughs> uh, and distributed extremely evenly with a little difference between richest and poorest citizens.
2: The Andropolian average income is 48000 amples. Mm. so significantly down. But, but it, you did
1: take a hit to your economy not so long ago. Huge hits
2: yeah. over the last few weeks.
1: Whereas I started out, my economy was uh, struggling to begin with and we've only gone up since then, so...
0: Uh, my average income is 54-something thousand guilders <laughs> um, and evenly distributed with the richest citizens earning only 4.7 times as much are as the poorest. Should, okay,
1: yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, that's well, that's been another successful evening. I think we all made the right choices this time.
2: Exactly right. Yeah. Property rights have been maintained.
0: I always make the right choices. My <laughs> graphs are all shooting <laughs> to the sky at but every now, moment.
1: Uh, the churches will be taxed, so watch <laughs> out pastors. Uh, so as always, I have been
0: uh, Chancellor Zane C. Webber twirling forever towards the future. I'm your Supreme Leader Sebastian of the United States of Sub-America trained to say your prayers and eat your vitamins.
2: And I have been El Presidente Hefe Grande Andrew Shostler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia Cut blanche sun's plume.
1: It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs>